Yeah. Yes. With Columbia's dragline silk. <laughs> so, how's it going? Good. How are you doing, man? Good. Good. <laughs> this is exciting. This is the first time I've actually interviewed another bass player. Oh, wow. Well, that's a little intimidating. So we got bass and vocals. So, how'd you guys get into music? <laughs> uh, I'll let you start. Your 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 um you know resume is much longer than mine. So when I was about <laughs> eight years old, um, I I raided my father's record collection, and he had this album by the Doors called Waiting for the Sun, mm -hmm. and I played that album and I fell in love with it. I learned like every single lyric, every single note. Um, and then from there I became like a huge Doors fan <laughs> and uh, so I thought that I would become uh, Jim Morrison mm -hmm. and uh, I got the beaded necklace and I grew my hair long and drank Jack Daniels straight out of the bottle and uh, did all the things did all the yeah did all the cliches <laughs> and uh, I actually started out as a lead singer of a band because I wanted to emulate Morrison so badly um, and then it turned out that I can't sing. How how long did it take you to figure that out? Uh, uh, probably like a year of doing shows and getting things thrown at me. Oh, <laughs> I tried really hard though. Now was it a was it, were you trying to play and sing? Because that's like no. really hard. I didn't pick up the bass until I was. Um, until I was much older. I was probably about 19. Okay. And I had a really close friend of mine that um, I met through a class called Visual Thinking. And it was a, a class basically where you were, you were to take a series of objects and to be able to arrange them in every possible combination in your brain. It was an art Inter class. Interesting. Yeah. It was really cool. And you studied a lot of, you studied a lot of artists and you, mm -hmm. you had to keep these journals where you, you did an imitation of, of each artist's work in your journal, you know, like somebody like, like Keith Haring, or you know, you you would you had to imitate the Dada movement, or I mean, it was it was it was really fascinating. The whole, Interesting, the whole yeah. Thing, Lichtenstein, all that. Um, anyway, so we had a class project together, and he came over, and at the time I lived with um, a house full of musicians, so I had I had drums and bass and guitar, and he just naturally assumed I was a musician. I wasn't. I was a fledgling singer uh, who wrote really bad poetry but if you're singing that would you would be a musician right I, I was a musician i was more of a poet at the time <laughs> oh like jim morrison and, and honestly if i if i had to if i had to pick like if i had to be pigeonholed as to what my artistic strength was i would say poetry because okay. I, i've evolved as a poet and i've gotten to a point where i i throw my my hat in the ring with with anyone mm -hmm. you know i'm not I'm very proud of the poetry because I earned it. I worked right. at it and crafted it, and I earned my poetry. Have you done any of those like poetry things in Columbia? I haven't, uh, but I did the poetry slam circuit for a long time in New York. Okay. Um, now, are you from New York? I wanted to ask that. Are you? I'm from North Jersey, okay. but I lived in the city for a long time, and okay. most of my music career took place in the city. I worked for a record label, and um, that's a whole different story. Um, that's why we're here. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, maybe but, we, maybe we'll get to that. Yeah, but to get back to playing bass, um, so I had this guy Patrick, really close friend of mine, came over and he saw that there was bass in the house, and he's like, "Oh man, my my band just broke up. Um, you should play bass. I'll play guitar. We'll find a drummer and I'll sing." And I was like, "No, no, bro. 
<laughs> you need to let me do the singing. <laughs> you play guitar because I didn't have to play anything. Yeah, and I was trying to I was trying to get out of this hole, you know. And uh, he played a song for me. It was an original song, and it was so beautiful. I literally wept. And it was the first. It was my first exposure to original music one on one. Oh, cool. You know, other than just like, hey man, check out this album. But like live in the room, somebody playing something original for me, and it literally blew my mind. So I had just gotten a tuition check, and I went out the next day, and I bought an Ibanez uh, SGR, like low-end sound gear, mm-hmm. and a Crate amp. And uh, next time Patrick showed up, I said, I don't know anything about music. Will you teach me to play? <laughs> he taught me to play bass. Within two months, we played our first show. Within six months, we had a record deal. Nice. And that's all I did was play bass for like eight hours a day. Those are those are good. I I remember those years where you can devote that much time to that. Yeah. Uh, I I miss that. It's magic time, man. Yeah. It's magic. I'm to tell my son all the time. I'm like, go practice. Now is the time to go practice. Go do it. It's so, magically you. Yeah. Magically, you got till 27, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to push it as long as I can. <laughs> <laughs> so. And how did you get in? You you sing, so how did you get into yeah, that? Yeah, I really never had uh, much of an experience other than singing in the car with my mom. <laughs> yeah. You know, David knew that I loved singing. Um, I played a few things for him and, and sang when we first met, which has been you know, 20-something years ago now. Yeah. Um, they are yeah. married. Yes. 21 years. 20, wow. 20, oh, no, Congrats. Yeah, Congrats, man. We like to add one because we're working on our 22nd. So 22nd. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, so, so so yeah, like I I'd never done anything, any kind of performance. Um, never really wanted to. Always loved singing. Mm-hmm. You know, always could kind of sing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, David, you know, always um, tried to get me involved in in projects that he he had been working on um, from the beginning, and you know, just didn't really have a desire. So there was nothing behind it. Um, and and then just a couple of years ago. You know, it just kind of was all happening in front of me, and mm-hmm. I kind of jumped in and started singing the backup, and you know, it kind of grew from there. Yeah, because I think the first time I, maybe the second time I heard you sing was over at the British Bulldog with Kyle. Yeah. That night. Yeah. That was, awesome. that was a really cool night. That was yeah. a great. And when night. you when you got out there, it was it like was the entire watched. mood and the entire place changed, and like people stopped yeah. what they were doing, and they were like. Yeah. It was really cool. It was really cool. That was act- that was really memorable for me. Yeah. You know, as as like a performer, you know, it's still hard to think of myself like that. Yeah. Um, or as a musician. Kelly is a phenomenal musician. <laughs> she has such an ear and and just such a great talent for mimicry, and she can hear something one time and just sing it back to you exactly how it is. You know. <laughs> that's really cool. And Within my range. It's a, that's a gift. <laughs> that's a really gift. Yeah. That's a great gift to have as a musician. Some of us don't have that, and we, yeah. have to, we have to work really, really hard at figuring stuff out. You know, and, she, yeah. and some she, people don't, they still work really hard. I mean, it's like a practice, they gotta keep doing it. So right. if you can just do it, that's really. But it took me it took me 18 years to get her to want to sing in front of people, and now I, now you can't stop her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, now she's like, what song are we, what song are we doing next? Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. you kind of, um, yeah, you know, I never expected to be performing. Yeah, because yeah. I think that night you guys played Western Shore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was kind of a, it wasn't drag line. You guys were playing like with Kyle Fuller, mm-hmm. but you got up there and did that song. And like, 
to me that was the song and even though i've heard it with like other people singing on it and different musicians on it it's like that's still the version yeah like like, so it's it was really good and i think it was uh did Kyle play guitar or no? No, no Julian. Julian. Julian yeah, played. Julian played. Julian and then Durrell. We had Durrell. Yeah. 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 Durrell. <laughs> you guys talked to him lately? Is he all right? Yeah, he just got married. He just got married. Yeah. yeah. He's he's like gone in a whole different direction musically. Yeah. He's he's just working on lessons and he's doing like a lot of online stuff. But he, yeah. Until COVID is over, he has zero interest in playing gigs. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of people that are like that. I mean, yeah. it's not just him. Like so, we've offered to pay him to rehearse, and he's he's just like no. Nah. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's hard to know what really to do in COVID, because so, mm-hmm. um, I actually just today finished with like my first week at my new job, but at my prior job, like we worked, uh, except for when the governor shut down everything, mm-hmm. we worked like the entire time. Yeah. So like I was just like having to go to the gas station and get gas to get to work and having to be at work where. Not everyone wore a mask, and yeah. so I feel like I have a little less like, like I'll go play a show and I wear my mask to set up and mm-hmm. um, and try to keep my distance from people. But it, I haven't s- stopped doing stuff just because I'm from my job. I was like in it all the time. There was never a great distance like or time period. Yeah, yeah. we we kind of we we kind of went through that same thing. Yeah, you know, we never had any time off and. Um, Although we had, we were booked solid. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I remember talking to you guys at the first of the year, and you're mm-hmm. like, "We're doing all these shows, yeah. and you know, every like, weekend." And yeah. then you know, this happens, pandemic, and and we we lost it all, you know. And what I think we played our first one maybe three months in. Does that sound right? Yeah, that's about yeah. right. And, mm-hmm. and there have been, you know, they're kind of you know rolling back in, and mm-hmm. um, we're not like hardcore pursuing them. Um, but but it's been nice to get out again. Yeah, yeah. and I've I've reached the point personally with just where I'm at in life and what I want to do. Uh, one gig a month is plenty. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's amazing how much time it takes just to do one gig. Yeah, <laughs> a month. I mean one, one gig is plenty. Yeah, yeah. Especially you got kids and yes. they got school and their school is whatever you know feels like day to day. It's something different. And so. honestly, I had such a amazing experience about a year ago at this time that I played what I thought was the zenith of mm-hmm. my best playing and, a, and the best show I've ever played with the band I was in in New York. Uh, we had a reunion show. Oh, cool. And we hadn't played together in 25 years. So did you, you head up that way? No, we came down and we played at Art Bar. Oh. And it was the last show we played was at Art Bar before we moved to New York. 20 some about 27 years prior and wow. so as like a perfect bookend and we had literally had not played together since 1998 and with we had three rehearsals and we came in we packed the place mm-hmm. and we destroyed <laughs> what was the name of that band uh, we were called Newton Minnow okay uh, Newton Minnow was the first federal communications commissioner who was really responsible for desegregating television Interesting. Yeah, he was a true, true live person, and um, he had a famous quote that said, "Television is a vast wasteland." So I was in one of my media arts classes, and I had just woken up. I'd been up all night, and <laughs> I'd just woken up, and I looked up, and I stared at the TV, and there's this guy. It looks like Richard Nixon going, 
television is a vast wasteland and it said Newton Minow 1960 whatever underneath I was like that's the band name <laughs> yeah, right there man. that's interesting <laughs> yeah we became Newton Minow you got a, you got a knack for that thinking you're thinking of, of band names I guess that's the poetry man I got a great deck. band name right now <laughs> what is it dying for somebody to use Psychomotometer Psychomotometer yeah what style of music would that be I don't know man it's gotta be it's gotta be something fast something fast and heavy yeah but it, there was this guy, I forget his name, but he invented a device to communicate with Martians oh, yeah. because he was communicating with... Was that the name of them? And that was the name of the device, was the psychomotor. <laughs> One of my favorites. He, he raised a lot of money. Where, <laughs> yeah, where did you learn that? Uh, lore. Lore? Yeah. The, the, uh, <laughs> the podcast. The podcast. Yeah. My son and I listen to that. I love it, man. We love that one. Yeah. yeah. Aaron, Aaron with the Nancy. kids in the, yeah. in the car, like on a drive. Yeah. yeah. That's a great one. What's your favorite lore episode? Oh, gosh, there's so many. Um, I don't think I can remember them right now. Yeah. They're so great. I love them. My, my favorite one is the one where it's about these uh, three lighthouse keepers. And, like, one of them, they go out into the, to this lighthouse that's, like, on the middle of an island. I think it's, like, in New England somewhere. Yeah. And one of them dies or somebody dies and they put him out on the rail. And then... Um, so his like body's out on the rail and no one comes to help because he's out there and he's like in like they think he's like waving there's like he's like in chains or something they think he's waving and so the other two guys like kind of i don't know if they starve to death or they come close to death before they get found Amazing. and i'm just like <laughs> that's wild yeah i like the one about chang and ang um, oh yeah yeah these <laughs> twins uh that's a really that's a really good one yeah that's they had a very interesting life. Yeah. It's it's funny because you don't think about them being around like they were right around the Civil War or like thereafter. And like, it's funny how, I guess, I don't know if media plays a role in it, but like it separates the time. Like the Old West that technically did happen during the time of slavery. Like that was like the same time in American history. Well, what's the rating of this program? Like are we PG, PG thirteen? Are we R? I, th I think it's per episode. I don't. Per episode. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. I, I imagine you do some editing. The thing about Chang and Ang that I like is they had twenty one children. Now think about that. Yeah. The Siamese twins. How did that go down? You know. That's that, That's what that's what fascinates me about it. It's very interesting that they found two women, or maybe it was that, were, that, that were down with that. But yeah, that yeah. close or. Yeah, that, 21 children. 21 children. That's a lot yeah. of kids. That's a lot of kids. What, what I like about that story is that they died close to the same time, but completely separately. Like within a, was it like was a couple 12, hours. 12 hours? Yeah, because they yeah. shared the same liver. And I understand that they yeah. like had, you know, septic, on their septic own, blood. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. It's super wild. I feel like now now we've gone into lore and, <laughs> and I'm like, what were we talking I about before that? We were kind of we were kind of dabbling with music for, for a minute. For, for yeah. a minute, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So how did you guys get into lore? Um, car trips. Car trips. Car trips. Yeah. Just yeah. just like checking out a pod, random podcast. I, I've gotten I've gotten to where I'm a musician, but I I haven't. I've gotten, oh, this sounds horrible, I've gotten <laughs> bored with music um, in a lot of ways. I think everybody plateaus. Yeah. And... yeah, and so in the car, I really just like to hear voices. And my favorite thing about Lore is Aaron Mankey just soothes me. 
There's just something about his voice that's very soothing. And I've listened to Cabin of Curiosity. Yeah. I've listened to Unobscured, mm -hmm. the other other program that he yeah, has. Yeah, about the witch trial. I've, this first season was about Salem. About yeah. Salem, yeah. yeah. The third one is really cool. It's about the Jack the Ripper and all the, oh, interesting. the Whitechapel murders. Yeah. It's all it's all pretty fascinating. <laughs> yeah, that is actually. I don't. I have. I've listened to the first season of Unobscured, but I haven't listened to the. It seems like whenever I get on the internet there now, I keep hearing the same story about the Outer Banks. <laughs> so I don't know if my player is like messed up, my phone's messed up or whatever. But it's the the one where the the lost colony of Roanoke or whatever. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh the uh, yeah. what is the what is the what is the word again? Which one? The word that they they find carved. Cora. What is it? Cora. Um, is that was, it? Okay. Yeah, it was like the. They said it was the. It was supposed to be, I guess. Croatoans. Yeah, the Croatoans yeah, were the Cro Indian tribe. Croatoan, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and so they they said that the. Um, that's so weird too. Yeah. I, yeah. Have you been to the Outer Banks? I have. I have uh, friends from church that uh, their family has like a house on Avon, which yeah. is yeah. like, you know, I think you pass. I'm not really sure the geography, but there's the. Um, What's the house, the famous house from the movie? Oh, I don't know what the, they call it. I know the I House of Rodanth. So Rodanth, yeah. Yeah, like mm -hmm. you, you go through Rodanth and go on down, and mm -hmm. it's like in between there and Hatteras. Gotcha. Yeah. This is, it's awesome up there. I've that's, never been. Yeah. That's I've like been zombie been. apocalypse survival <laughs> yeah. location number one. Like yeah. I've only been to Kill Devil Hills. Isn't that such a cool name? Yeah. <laughs> that's actually, a lot of people don't know, that's the... Um, that's where the first flight really took place. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you can go to the Wright Brothers Memorial. That's right. They give it. They they say Kitty Hawk, but actually it was it was Kill Devil Hills yeah. is where the first flight took place. That's really cool. Now, have you been to Jockey's Ridge, that big sand dune up there? No, no. I yeah, it's like in. Um, I don't know if it's Kill Devil Hills. My memory seems to be rusty mm -hmm. on this, <laughs> but yeah, it's like near kind of like. The Wright Brothers Memorial, if you remember where that is. Yeah. It's like Jockey's Ridge, and it's like a giant sand dune. Like, you can walk across. It looks like Tatooine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and it's just naturally formed? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just wow. part of the landscape. Yeah. That sounds great. It's really I'm cool. There are a lot of places we want to go. <laughs> where do you guys want to go? Point Pleasant. She wants to go see the Mothman Museum. All the Mothman stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Giants go there and see the Silver Bridge. And I, I want to see the old world. I want to see like Greece yeah. and Rome and Italy and, and just kind of see the cradle of civilization mm -hmm. and birth of mathematics and science and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you guys' plans are like way more grand than mine. I'm like, I just want to go to Charleston. Like, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, I'm thinking like magic wand, fantasy, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. reality, yeah. reality. You know, coming out here. We'll probably go to Charleston. Yeah, coming out here is a vacation. Yeah, especially during COVID, it's like, wow, Armo was really nice. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't go to the beach once this year. Yeah. Oh, I know. Tried I, I drove by myself um, a couple months ago to Botany Bay mm -hmm. down near Edisto Island. Yeah, have you guys like ever been down there mm -hmm. or heard of it? Yes. 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 Yeah. it's like completely like there's nothing there it's yeah, just that's what's cool about it right yeah yeah it's just i think the whole time i was there i saw maybe five people and it's like one of those deals where the waves come right into the forest kind of deal oh wow yeah. and so it's it was really cool i recommend 
Yeah. Point. And it like didn't cost anything. Like you just sign in and go park and walk across <laughs> the marsh. Right. Yeah. That sounds great. I always take a mental picture of that stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's that's really yeah. You guys should totally go. Like I love yeah, the low country and all that stuff. We would absolutely love that. Yeah. So back to music. Yes. <laughs> so you sang in the car with your mom? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. My mom's a good singer. They have such an identical voice, too. Yeah. Um, they, they harmonize yes. They harmonize very well together. But it's gotten into trouble. Like, I've called up before where I thought I was talking to Kelly, but as a mom, I was like, hey, sexy. What's going like on? 20 years ago. Yeah. But I really Not did recently. it. Not recently. Yeah, I was like, what's going on, baby? Let me go get Kelly for you. You're like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, thank you. Thank you, man. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> true story. Yeah, no, it's true. That's really happened. So, but yeah, no, my mom's yeah. a really good singer. She loves to sing. Um, my mom's a really great piece of music. Like, uh, she's she's a she's a great musical influence on me. So the, yeah, so was she kind of your biggest one? Yeah, yeah, I would say yeah. And, and it's so funny because I was thinking about this and I, uh, I, I was reaching out to her to kind of just express that like mm-hmm. hey you know this is this is how i see you know what you did and what you exposed me to and mm-hmm. i'm like so grateful you know yeah. really great bands constant music um you know of course it was 70s and 80s but like i love that stuff yeah it's still really good stuff it's so great and then when i get a when i get a taste of it today like randomly from wherever you know uh, you might be it's just like oh my gosh it's so deep within you um, and you just kind of can recall lyrics and notes and everything, and it's really cool. Even things that you haven't listened to in what you know, 25, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love that. So I'm really grateful to my mom for that. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, were there any other like singers that you like? Oh, I like like that, or did you just pick out stuff you heard on the radio? Or I, I guess the analog would be like, like artists. I yeah, like I completely mm-hmm. spent years listening to like. Just Victor Wooten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. then it was Marcus Miller, and Stanley mm-hmm. Clark, and Jocko. You know, like gotcha. all the all the people you're supposed to listen to. Yeah. Anyone listening to this, I'm doing air quotes. You're supposed to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. But was there anything like that for you? Like, yeah. Some... Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I loved, <clears throat> I loved tons of artists, and like, I would relate to to male vocalists just as easily as female mm-hmm. vocalists, but. Females, like, you know, I, I loved hearing Apple, you know, in the 90s, like... That's such a great sound, too, like the sound of her band. She had that, like, low, powerful, and, and um, yeah, I, I thought she was amazing. Um, so I listened to her a lot and kind of followed her for, you know, several albums after. Um, and every once in a while, you will catch me cleaning the kitchen listening to some hearing Apple, just getting down. What I like about your voice, <laughs> Kelly, is you don't sound like someone... Like like when you hear you sing, you're not like oh that's you sounds like you're copying such and such. You you have a you have a unique voice. Well, that's, that's only you. Yeah. And that's can't be helped probably. But <laughs> I mean that's great though because that's yeah. that's where you end up. You know, just referencing all those bass players it's like after all that, it's like okay, like now you got to figure yeah. out your own thing, yeah. and that's like very intimidating. It's like very hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely like <clears throat> picked up a lot just in the last couple of years, just from watching other performers, um, mm-hmm. vocalists. But I would say mainly Amanda, mm-hmm. just just like singing with her for a couple of years straight. Um, she's just 
seeing how she gets by and what she does and she's taught me a lot um and i think she's a great singer too, yeah so. absolutely. well you guys i mean do really well together on <laughs> yeah. stage i mean it's, yeah. yeah we have a ton of fun. it's our thing man it's, yeah. our thing. it's our thing like yeah. we have a ton of fun and now it's not just you know just what are we going to sing or how are we going to do this it's more of like just feeling this moment and knowing that we got it and we're having fun and we're dancing yeah you know? no the the shows are fun uh, and speaking of the doors like you guys do a really good doors cover yeah. and i remember like hearing that and be like oh my gosh like who else around here is playing the doors like this is amazing no one. I feel like everyone. No one is. But no one really. No, no one. Not that I really think. Knows. I would go yeah. deeper into their catalog if they would let me. Oh God. You know. That would yeah. be awesome. I'd pay. I'd pay to see it. See, that's the thing. <laughs> it's so hard because, like, we all have these great loves, you know, these these great songs that we would love to play, but you gotta consider like where you're playing and what people want to listen to. That's the tough part. You know, you know, it'd be cool though is to like somehow get a PA some speakers and then yeah. just start like I thought about doing this where it's just like some public space and just like start <laughs> playing a gig you know and see what happens, see what happens. I love it I'll, I'll tell you what. then there's not anybody that's like hey can you play this do you know that da, 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 yeah. da. you know it's just whatever yeah. I'll tell you what me and Minnow used to do what'd you guys do <laughs> um, we would go to places and we would wait for bands to take um breaks mm -hmm. and we would rush the stage and pick up their instruments and start playing and we did that all the time and we never got stopped in Columbia in Columbia yeah and in New York and we did <laughs> we did all originals and that's uh, awesome and we were never shut down like people people totally responded to it you know that's pretty fun yeah I think it's one of the things I found the hardest is so you did all original stuff and like whenever I started playing my friends were like we're an original band and we like you learn how to play original you know the original music and then you gotta start learning tunes to like i, I assume for some reason with me it's like you start learning tunes and my motivation's like I didn't, i'm like just hand me the chart i don't want to commit this to memory right yeah, yeah i all the covers i do i play off charts yeah most of it i so i i think we have an understanding then yeah i don't i don't like doing covers man original is where i it's where i shine as a bass player not that we don't have fun yeah, no, I, have, that, I have fun doing. Look, covers, this is this opinion. This opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, it's, it's not knocking doing covers because yeah, they can be fun with other musicians and all that stuff too. But yeah. it's it's very hard for me to make the leap from like the page to memory. It's just like, why do I need to remember this when it's just right here? It's just right here. Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. Why waste the energy? Yeah. I have a cool Doors story. Oh, tell me. I never got to see the Doors, even though they did some shows with Scott Weiland and they did some shows with Ian Asbury at the Colt. I could never make any of those, but one night I was I was uh, under the influence, you could say. Um, I might have had a couple of something. <laughs> of something, yeah. He's in New York days. Yeah. Um, and Whatever I, New York has. Yeah. <laughs> and I was in a club called the Wetlands, which is a famous <clears throat> New York club, and I was in the basement, and uh, I, they had like a lounge down there, and I was like crashed out, whatever, and all of a sudden I heard. <laughs> You know the day destroys the night, the mm -hmm. night divides the day. And it sounded just like Morrison. And I was like, what? And I went upstairs, and it was Robbie Krieger, who was the lead guitarist for The Doors. Mm -hmm. One of the most underrated guitarists in all of rock and roll history, by the He's way. He's a fun guitarist. He's an amazing guitarist. Yeah. He played all flamenco style, did music pick. The guy was absolutely incredible. 
And what I came to find out, and I didn't know at the time, being the Dorsey Matic, is he actually sang all the backups on the album. You thought it was Morrison doubling himself, but it was really Robbie Creed. Oh, wow. And he sounds just like Morrison. So, and but he was dressed like an accountant. He had on like these acid wash jeans <laughs> with this like this like white button down collared shirt tucked in with one of those with one of those like braided belts with like the silver pointed thing on the end. Yeah, of it, yeah. Whatever. Seinfeld and uniform. like white Reebok tennis shoes, and he's out there rocking the doors, man. And it was it was freaking awesome. And he did a total door set. So. Was it just him on guitar and vocals, or no, he, had he, had, a band? he had a band? Oh, cool! Yeah, he had a band, and and they did they did they did other stuff from the period. They did Jimi Hendrix and they did Cream, and um, and they were they were phenomenal. But I got to hear, that's the closest I ever got to hearing the Doors. But it was pretty badass. A lot of things that people don't know, also not not to make this all about the Doors, but all the Doors hits were written by Robbie Krieger. That's true. Yeah, Morrison didn't really write any of their hits. Robbie Krieger wrote all their top ten hits. Yeah. But, he did write uh, my favorite stuff, so like the end and oh the end, yeah, yeah. strange days, yeah. Um, not, to, not to touch the earth, all that weird stuff, man. Yeah, riders on the storm, all that. That's yeah. I think that's my. I was trying to think of the name. I was like, there's something about a storm, is it? But yes, mm-hmm. that's like the song. I remember there was a, a time I don't know when I was like 16, 17, where it was like. I'm, I can listen to the same song like over and over like I don't know a lot of albums but I know a lot of songs yeah and uh, I mean I wore that CD out yeah you know it's just like that was the coolest I think that song like gets a lot of people I think it hooks a lot of people we had a, we had a friend good friend um, we spent um, a couple weeks ago we were hanging out with them and they were talking about that song and like that was their favorite and just something powerful and like moving for them about that yeah. Well, you know, um, apparently, you know, it's based on that childhood experience that he had where he felt the Indian spirit entered into his body. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, th- did that have anything to do with the car accident? Yes, yeah. car, the car accident. Yeah. That's cool. I yeah. didn't know. Yeah, like, and there's like a live version of it when he goes into this monologue about it. So. <laughs> I miss already music. Um, that's like my that's like my favorite style of course you know what I mean it's just very expressive and very not just about playing and not just about the lyrics and not just it's like all of it mm-hmm. kind of together and it doesn't sound like a pop like pop song or it doesn't sound like this or that it's just yeah. it exists as its own thing that, that synesthesia yeah it's yeah. kind of hard to find that I mean it's like I think you know maybe Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just not like in the zone with it, as it were. But sometimes you you don't feel like you're quite hooked in as you grow and change and I don't I don't think that there's communities anymore either. I don't think you have movements or scenes or um, you 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 don't have like um, at least in my experience and in Colombia you don't have like this group of artists like challenging each other and inspiring each other and, and mm. you know coming up with the next great thing and it, it, it's just it's almost like every man for himself I've, I've, kind of a mentality yeah I can understand that uh, do you know who Jackson Wolves is he's like a percussionist he mm. plays in Jazz Dog but he we've had a lot of conversations like 
Yeah, we've heard Jazz yeah. Dog's great. Yeah, they're wonderful. Plug. I've seen I've seen some Jazz Dog footage. So yeah, they're they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Like everybody else. I saw your Taps performance. Uh, outside, yeah, that yeah, thing outside with, with Clyde Fraser on drums. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Like that's one of those things you're like, I'm just lucky to be on the ride. Well, in that, the car dude that's my secret to like I'm a horrible bass player not true but not I, sur- true. I surround myself yeah. with like really good musicians you know for that reason I think that's what uh, I think that's uh, You're a genius that's what geniuses do yeah. <laughs> but you're not you're not a terrible bass player in fact you have like wonderful tone oh thank you like in time I mean it's just that that's like uh, I think the first time I saw you play, you had the Fender. It was yeah. like a black Fender. I had the Aerodyne. Yeah, and that thing sounded so good. Yeah. And then you let me play it, and it like played so well. It was an easy bass to play. Yeah. But then I stole your bass. Yes. Now, now I play. Now I play the exact same bass you do, and it was unintentional. So. I'm so happy to have that bass. Yeah, it's my favorite bass I've ever owned. They're good though. They're. I mean, they're. It, the funny thing is that like mine is just like off the wall at Guitar Center and mm-hmm. like play. Like I played one down in Charleston and I was like, oh, this thing is great. Like, you know, it's like you just click on instruments and yeah. like Fenders for me. There's some that play really well and there's some that I can't play really well. Right. And like I don't mess with those. You know, I try to. You know, I mean, it's, so it's not like I'm, I'm, I'm not like a brand person where it's just like I have this brand or that brand. It's just whatever I can play, and if it happens to be at the store and I can play it and it clicks, like that, that's how I make that decision. They're just too damn heavy, man. That's true. Yeah, that like I'm old and I've got I've got back issues and hip issues and all that junk. You know, that, I'm a physical laborer. You yeah. know, that's what I do for a living. Um, so. To play that that Ibanez, man, that thing's a dream. You hardly even notice it's on so, you. That neck, man, it's <laughs> tapered and so so narrow. I love it. It's, it's a fast bass. Yeah, and the, I had it in the case at a, at a gig, and someone picked it up. And they're like, did you bring your bass? And I was like, yeah, it's in there. Like, you know, <laughs> it is very light, and I do really like that. Yeah. When I was younger, like my first real bass that I was like, this is a real bass. This is really good. It was like a... a Carvin six string it's yeah, up there on the wall I saw it. Yeah. and um, that thing weighs a ton and I got to be like I think right like as soon as I had kids all of my energy was just like you can't play that anymore <laughs> you don't have time to like work the fingerboard like let's you know and it went to five and now it's like down to four so eventually I'll just be playing like one string <laughs> awesome. yeah, with one finger that's the way to do it. Yeah. And you can do that. Yeah. You can play any bass line ever written on, yeah. with, with, with yeah. one finger on one string. Yeah. Julian was kind of playing around last night with that. He hurt his hand. He was like yeah, literally Julian's... playing David's bass like this. Like. Yeah, he told me on the phone the other day he hurt his hand. Yeah, yeah bad. Oh. We got a gig coming up too. So. <laughs> you better get that straight now. Damn it. <laughs> Is he like in a splint or? No. 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 But he, he can't play guitar. And let me tell you something about that cat. That guy comes home after work and he plays guitar for like two or three hours every night. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we we go to like all sorts of like it. complicated <laughs> stuff, man. Yeah. He's amazing. He's really yeah. great. He is. Man, I'm like waiting for rest of Columbia to catch up. Right? Yeah. I know. So. He's, he's the total star of our um, 
Yeah, yeah he's what makes us great. Yeah. Well, you guys are all great. I mean, it's, the low end sounds good, the vocals sound good, the guitar <laughs> sounds good, the drums sound good. Yeah. So. I will say this about David too, like you know, uh, trying to min- minimize his uh, his part. That like he he understands um, <clears throat> people and the mood, yeah. the crowd. He's a great gift for that, um, and he's he's really great at steering us in the right direction in a lot of weird moments because you know performances can get like you know weird or dull you, or so much of a lot of performance is not about what you want to play; it's yeah. about reading the room. That's yeah. right. You gotta read the room, and when you see you're losing the audience, you gotta play something you know is gonna yeah. get them back in. That's like anything. Quick play dreams. Yeah, <laughs> you know, comedy, music, public speaking—it's all about like yeah. what's going on. And I think sometimes, in you know, especially when bands are kind of starting out, it's like that's one of the things like you learn. I don't know if you learn quickly, but you definitely have to learn. Like, no one's watching us. No one's yep. here. Why is no one yep. here? Do we should we have yeah. done this or done that or that? Mm-hmm. So yeah. 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 That's a. It is. It's, it, it seems like no matter how old I get too, it's like it's still something where it's like, they're still not all looking at us. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing wrong? Yeah. Like, what are we? Why aren't you listening over <laughs> yeah. here? And you I know, know. And it's like you got to. I guess I try to remember that like, not everybody's there. Yeah. to watch you gotta uh, put it in context yeah you know especially like like Bose is a place that we all play a lot <laughs> yeah you know it's a it's a cool bar yeah cool. but the people don't come there for the live music you're a yeah. background band and you just gotta accept that and yeah. if they get into it fantastic and yeah we're all gonna have fun together well, but... I, I feel like the times that we've been there and all of us have been in the same room it's been it's been good, good. Yeah. yeah 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 you know, we, we'll make your next there. show. Oh, yes. We've also played there when, when there have been, you know, like six people at the bar. Yeah. You know, and you end a song and you go, and that's how that song goes. And crickets. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> the trick there is getting the Friday night gigs. Yeah. The Saturday night gigs, no good. <laughs> no. Late night, night Saturday nights have been good. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think that we've played there maybe three times on a Saturday night now, I think. Three. Yeah. Um, but it's been, I mean, it's been like no one and then a lot of people. And then yeah. No one and then a lot of people. It's yeah. just kind of coming in and out. And Fridays yeah. stay packed. That's that's a good night. We're you make, also you make good times, tips on you Fridays. Know, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. what's going on? And what are people doing? They're going home. You know, they're yeah. staying home. You know? And these, yeah, and the gigs we've been doing it like in the past two months. So it's like all COVID gigs. Because. Mm-hmm. My times there prior to that was just running sound for you guys. Yeah. So, Tipsy Toe too. Tipsy Toe was good. But yeah. I heard, but I heard they got sold. Yes, yeah, we heard too. Yeah. We have a we have a gig on the books there, but we can't get anybody to respond to confirm that. So. It might be. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? So. Dang. Which we really love playing there. Like, yeah. It's super fun. The last time we played I, there was a huge night, and it was it was really I, successful. Uh, I had never played there until, or I've never played there yeah, actually, yeah. but when I ran sound with yes, you guys there. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, which I love running yeah. sound for you guys. Like, we would have you always get to jump on the bass yeah. though. For yeah. at least I know that, that's what's yeah. cool. It's yeah. like, was like take. he's like, I need a break here. You take <laughs> over. And then, but then he can go out and listen and be like, oh yeah, it sounds good. Or mm-hmm. no, you need to do this. I love doing that cool. too. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but yeah, I love the way that like little area where Tipsy Toad is. It's like you know, it's just a little street and 
oh, little yeah. town feel. Like I love, I that. love that. Like, it's a beautiful bar. Yeah. yeah. It's very well done. Yeah. And for the record, we would have you do sound at every show if we could afford it. I, it's just the, the, I completely understand. The, the best, of, like huge. Difference. Yeah, we went from making. We're just. I'll just put it like this: We're making like two hundred dollars less a show than we were making. Yeah. So. It's it's uh, I don't I don't sweat that like I've been lucky enough to work all through this yeah. you know yeah us so, too us and too. so it's it's not like a thing I take personally I've been doing this long enough you know <laughs> so so long now every year it gets longer but I've been doing this long enough that it's like okay you know I'm in this band today and I'm not in it tomorrow I'm doing this today I'm not doing it tomorrow then it comes yeah. back around and you're doing it and then it's just yep. it's just how it is you know. Um, at least around here, and this is pretty much what I know. So, see, we, we're coming up on two years with um, with, with Dragline, drag drag so, yeah. so which is really cool. Hey, you guys have special. only been together two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow, because you guys sound like you've been playing together for a really long time. No. Maybe it's because yeah. you guys are married. Maybe yeah. it's like a we're the glue. The glue. The band happy. Yeah. It's hard to keep a band together. Yeah. And to coordinate schedules, man. Schedules yeah. for a lot too. five yeah. people. Yes. Five plus sometimes. Yeah. I absolutely agree. And we still get together once a week. Yeah. We we religiously we mm-hmm. don't miss a practice. We don't miss a week. Yeah, because I think last Saturday we played at Bose's and uh, Andy and Julian were like, we're tired. Thank we had yeah, drag line practice. Yeah. And we were trying someone new out too. Um, I won't yeah. let them off the hook Sad. either. They'll be like, we have a gig tonight. I'm like, well, then then you better you better dig deep because you got rehearsal at noon. <laughs> he's so raw. He's, he's, he's the pusher. Yeah. Sure. We, we get there and yeah. it's like, well, you know, I'm sorry you guys are tired. You know, it's like yeah. my, my perspective is, look, we, you got a warm up. You should, yeah. you should play great. You warmed up for three hours. <laughs> And if you love playing as much as you know, you get off work and go home and play for two hours. It really shouldn't be a big deal, Julian. Dude, have you have you heard this kid Noah yet? The keyboardist. No, he was telling me about him now. Yeah, man, he's pretty great. Thought, for a second there, I thought you were talking about my son. My son's name is oh, Noah. Right. I was like, I knew that I've heard my son yeah. Noah, but then you said the keyboard player, and I was like, oh. I can't remember Players his last name right? because oh. Julian doesn't ever give you last names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. important. My Noah's last name is Graham. Obviously. Graham, <laughs> right got it. His begins with a B, but I don't know the name of it. But this guy's phenomenal, and we've just added him to the band. Nice. Yeah, so it's a whole new element. Well, we could have him. Yeah. He'll be there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a student, but like he's um, he's pretty great. Yeah, he he jumped in. He you know he knows a lot of different um popular music, so it was like. Yeah, he's one of those guys that just figures it out on the fly, you know, really well. That's so and, cool. And also, had that I'm not like... that guy. I'm the opposite of that guy. If if someone can yell out chords or rhyme down a napkin, I, I can't. I can be that guy. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to give me the chords, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, just to, you know, I mean, I can pick out some stuff. It's like when you whittle it all down. It's like if I just stay on this note, I can fit in and be undercover. And... <laughs> Just turn the volume down. No, you don't turn the volume down. I do. I turn the volume down. <laughs> Never. You will always hear me. No. I kind of, I kind of like. I'm doing like this, but I'm not really touching the notes of the fretboard. No, that that rendition of that song was all ghost notes. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's really. It's like good. little tricks, you know, yeah. to like make it easier. Like I could be lip syncing, you know, yeah. but. I don't remember the words. That's when you just go into like some sort of vocal. Just like, yeah. 
you know, whatever they call it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't, that's what I was feeling in that moment. Mm. Yeah. Prove like, me wrong, you yeah. know. Like, <laughs> Who are you to tell me that was that's cool? That, that, that's it's what art. it's supposed to be. Yeah. I mean. Performance art. Right. Yeah. It's like, you, 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 it's, you know, the music is one thing, the performance is another thing, the show, the whole show overall is the whole thing. And if it's like, yeah. if something's lacking in one of like those areas, like especially if you've like worked in theater or watch a lot of bands, it's mm-hmm. like your lighting's weird. I can't get into your music. I'm sorry, <laughs> you know. Like, and it's like, but I'm shredding. I'm like, oh yeah, but I can't can't see, <laughs> you know. Or there's a weird sound over there that you know something, whatever it is. It's, yeah, it definitely changes the way you like look at the whole thing. Like, yeah. the whole thing can't be good. I don't even know right. why we're bothering. Although the performance <laughs> could still be great. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, er, well, everything. It's like if it's not all firing on all eight cylinders, <laughs> it's not all happening. Right. You know, and it's like when you've worked both sides of the aisle, so to speak. Like you behind the scenes or you're on the stage. It's like, you know, like oh, lighting guy missed cue. You know, like it kind of just. It gets to the point where it starts taking you out like bad writing in a movie. Gotcha. You know what I mean? You're like enjoying the movie and someone says something and you're like, what? I'm like, no. That doesn't fit your character. Yeah, no. not at all. Like, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't fit the movie. Like, mm-hmm. so, like modern slang in a 1950s movie or something. Right. Like, or right. an updated. Unless you're Bosworth. Anachronistic, you know. is that what they call it? It sounds like you would know better than me. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> when things are out of time and. In movies, like Oscar, yeah, I think it's called anachronism. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I mean, you're—I just know it's a thing that happens, and I go, "Ugh!" Like I don't know anything else, you know, about what it's what it's called. Teach me, sir. One of the things I like about Dragline is there's a certain magic that gets conjured up when we play together, and it it like. I always, they get mad at me because I always refer to us as a shitty bar band because that's what we are. We're just a shitty bar band. Affectionately. 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 But but what happens is we get there and we just have a good time with ourselves and then it it translates to the room. Yeah. And people are buying us shots and whatever and, and not that that's... You know, I mean, we, I mean, it happens. We all have our muses, yeah. but but um, it just it just winds up becoming like a big party kind of vibe. Yeah, and everybody's having a good time, and, and it's that's fun. What, that's, like that's what I love about it. Yeah, yeah. and, it's and that's what it's show. supposed to be. It's but we're to be fun. we're blowing notes. We're out of time. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, some we got feedback. Julian's good amp always buzzes. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's. But somehow yeah. we're just having it's a blast. Selective we're switch. just having a blast, man. We used um. Speaking of amps buzzing and, and specifically Julian's amp buzzing, mm-hmm. we use those uh, passive speakers. Yeah, amp. that seemed to help a little bit. I think. Yeah, that's what he said. But there's something about that room that he always buzzes. Like, yeah, that's it's the, the only place. It's the only place we. Well, art bar. Art bar is a whole different animal. That's that I mean, stage is. Usually, it's because there's like a difference, two different circuits, and so it's like a ground noise if you plug it into the wrong circuit, like most places should have like a dedicated sound circuit where all the plugs 
you know, for sound, and there's no dedicated lighting. So it's. Gotcha. I see. So if you like plug your amp into the lighting circuit, like, if you plug it into the sound circuit, it'd be fine. Yeah, most yeah. places you play, you've got like. It's just all one thing. Extension cord. And yeah. Like six other extension cords and power strips running off. Yeah. Of right. Yeah, and you're kind of like, how? Like, I'm glad I'm not killing myself. Like, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> all these cords. Cords. <laughs> or tripping, or falling, or electrocuting, or. Yeah. That would be a sad way to go. A lot of chords. I never knew how many chords were in music. A lot. A lot. Yes. <laughs> when I years ago I used to work at the Newberry Opera House, mm-hmm. and I've always thought to myself, like, this is really where I like. I don't get paid to do the actual thing that I was hired to do, like run sounds. Like I get paid just to sit here for like an hour and a half every night, rolling all of these cables back oh up my <laughs> by myself. Oh or, my god. Or if like the you know the That's lighting. Horrible. The lighting person or what? I mean, it's yeah, it is what it is. It's also yeah, part of it. Yeah. yeah. And what a cool gig, man. It yeah. was. It was a lot of fun. No now, that's I heard cool. I heard a rumor from somebody that you had traveled Europe at one point playing music. Is that true? Not tra- It's very. That's. <laughs> I was in a band um, out when I, I lived in Santa Fe, New Mexico, for a year, like after college, and I was in a band out there called Broken Trophy. And it was uh, uh, acoustic guitar player, singer, bass player, drummer, like a trio. And I winded up coming back to South Carolina, getting a job at Newberry. And the guitar player and the singer, um, which for those people who know, if you've done with the YouTube channel Garage Band and Beyond, mm-hmm. well, if you ever watch it, it's, that's him. Oh, okay. But he lived, he went and well, like, I'll watch it. I'm yeah. check it yeah. out for sure. It, <laughs> he went and lived in Italy and like formed this Italian version of the band. Really? Yeah. And so he went, had these shows booked in Berlin, but their bass, mm-hmm. pl- in Berlin, but their bass player couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, you know, can you come do these shows? And I was like, sure. <laughs> so, oh, awesome. How many shows? I think it was four days okay. so I was there four days and every uh, three nights were shows the last night being like this crazy really crazy underground like I don't I don't even know how to describe it it was like in the bottom of this old building and there was like even though it was like the basement or whatever it had like little like cathedral type ceilings in there and they were like all graffiti because it was like the the place that this particular gig happened was like where East Berlin used to be. So okay. it's like, even though there's not a wall there, there's still like on one side, it's like everything looks really nice. And on the other side, it's like, you know, like hold on to your wallet. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like people still like, I don't want to say they were gypsies, but there were still people living in like covered, like style wagons, like, it's almost in, like a mentality. Yeah. in a circle. And like the people, no, those are gypsies, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like but but, that, you know? but the top of the building was like apartments, and they were like all graffitied. I mean, it wasn't, you know. And then like we ended up staying in one of them for the night, and it was like, I don't know, it was like something out of a movie. Like you open it up, and it's like this pristine apartment. It's like really clean and like really pretty, but like outside is like. You know, if you open it up, you know, I guess in an American analogy, it'd be like if you open it up and hear gunshots and yeah, hear yeah. yelling, you know. Right. It wasn't like that, but... You were in some, like, old... Um... I have no idea. 
Cold War way station, man. Yeah. People were like, we probably were playing a, over from the west to the yeah. east or east to the west. We were probably playing in some old like nuclear storage <laughs> area, and I'm probably not gonna make it to like <laughs> fifty. That's pretty cool. What a great story, it, though. Yeah, mm. I was so. I, I think it was like 25 okay. when that happened and so the rest of the band that they were the italians and they <laughs> Italian spoke version. they spoke english okay and so like there wasn't like a, a weird language barrier but i got to like i haven't I've never really been like a big drinker mm -hmm. i will drink occasionally but it's not like a thing where i'm like oh yeah, yeah. i gotta drink but that was the first time i ever had sangria and like the italians mm -hmm. made it and it was like the best drink i've ever had in my life uh. Like still, it's like it was so good. Like with fr the fruit and everything. Mm -hmm. or, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they like, cause they like brought the Italians like brought their friends, and so like while we were rehearsing, like their friends like all day were like making this food and like doing all this stuff and. Europeans know how to do it. Man. It's just yeah. it was right. it was really cool. It was like it was one of those things too, where it was like you know it, it was I think winter here. But it was hot here, and I got there, and it was like snowing, you know. And uh, I was talking—I talked a little bit about this on another podcast I did with Alex Mabry of Candy Coffins. He's a bass player for Candy oh, Coffins. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, but I was telling. I tell know um, Tom Allawine. Oh. He plays with Candy Coffins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I was telling him there was like a Sennheiser store. Oh wow. That was like it looked like a Radio Shack. Like, it was like a little brick and mortar, kind of like, there was like a big building, and it was like Sennheiser. <laughs> just like walk in and be wow. like, you know, like a, all the mics you look at, magazines here. Mics. Yeah, and you're just like, wow, yeah. it's so cool, whoa. And it's like, yeah, whatever, man, it's all Sennheiser. That's what we use, we use Sennheisers. Yeah. I'll tell you, Mike, that I've recently um, started liking a lot of Telefunken. I don't know that. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, the worship leader at my church, like, bought Telefunken vocal mics. It's like another German mic. And they sound really good. I was like, I'm very impressed. And the name is really cool. The name adds to how much I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's probably done by the same people that came with Far Farfetch Megan. Farfetch Megan, yeah. yeah. Vol is that Volkswagen? Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Yeah. Which we also love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like looking at a... Have we hit a low? <laughs> Have we hit a low point? <laughs> no, I was actually gonna say, I was driving the other day and I saw like a Volkswagen Rabbit. You know, my son. Oh, those are old school. Yeah, yeah, my son's like thirteen, so he'll be driving in three years. Yeah. I'm like, he needs a car like that. Like, yeah, for sure. You know, like diesel. It gets like really good gas mileage. Like older, solid. Yeah. Yeah, but super cool. Yeah, but I super wanted, cool. I wanted a Rabbit convertible so bad. I did too. So bad, man. I still want one. Mm -hmm. I've always had vans. I've always really? had vans. Vans are cool, man. Vans are cool, though. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, my, when I first got my license, I was driving my grandma's van. And, like, people would, like, make fun of me. But, like, my <laughs> I was the one taking, I was 16. I was driving all my friends to the gigs. Yeah. And all our stuff was in the back. Like, it was, it was great, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then uh, I finally got a car, and it was, like, an old Grand Am. <laughs> so, but at the time, it was, like, Two years old, so it wasn't like. So you've always opted for vans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I always opt for black sedans. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. yeah. That's all I ever buy is black sedans, mostly Volkswagens. Yeah. I prefer a wagon, if possible. With a horse? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and a dog. Huh. Well, gypsy. She, she puts the wagon first. <laughs> yeah, but no, I love, I love the wagon. The first time uh, it was raining and I needed to change my child and I pulled over and mm -hmm. I had you know, the wagon back and it sheltered me from the rain while mm -hmm. I was changing a diaper. I was like, this is the best car I ever made. Yep. In fact, when my, my son was born, I had a Chevy Astro, but mm -hmm. the AC didn't Those work. Those are great. That's, yeah. yeah our, ba our band van in New York was a Chevy Astro. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I had to get rid of it because my son, like, there was no AC and he was, you know, born. And I was like, I got to be responsible. But I, I got a car that had, was like a wagon. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, you puked in it or something. And, like, no, he puked actually, all over the other car. Yeah. Him and his sister yeah, both. That's but, what they do. They yeah. puke in cars. Yeah. 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 We induced our child. One time. We, <laughs> yeah. We were talking about it today, actually. We had. How old was Luke at the time? He was like 12, 13? 12, about 13. Yeah. We were we were going on this like whitewater rafting trip. Oh, cool. <laughs> and um, we, there was a, there's a, it was up it's so in, exciting. yeah, it was up around Asheville somewhere. And um, we told him that the tradition, there was a rock that you like jump off, mm -hmm. that, like all the rafts stop and, and everybody climbs up and jumps off this rock. It's like a tradition. And we told him that he had to do it naked. But it was a waterfall though, yeah, wasn't it? It was like a waterfall, yeah. And he was like, yeah, okay, we, we, we gotta do it. We told him, we told him he had to do it naked. Everybody does it naked, and he was like, he just got so worked up about it, and and it was awful. It was horrible. We felt horrible, but it was hilarious. But I couldn't stop because of the reaction that I was getting out of him, and he wound up getting so worked up that he vomited all over the. A chipotle burrito. He yeah, had just sorry. eaten. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, he like wrecked the interior of our car. He, he was, was like, there. he was like trying to That's be like, like I'm, I'm instant not karma on some level. Yeah, 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 yeah for moment, real. But, but it was hysterical. But it was so sweet because it. he he was like. You know, it's okay. Like I, I'm scared to do it, but I'm gonna make myself do it. And then that's what, like, you know, yeah. worked him up so and hard. Then he started thinking about it. <laughs> we talked about this. Was it today or yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. Oh, we were man. About, yeah. <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> we done. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Good times. We have yet to go whitewater rafting. So my son has done it in scouts, but we we have not gone. He likes to kayak is his the thing that he likes to do now Kayaking's great. Yeah. yeah so i've actually never done it so yeah. his uh i don't know they're not married but his mom's guy okay he's really into it and yeah. like takes them and so he gets to do that and i don't have to do that are they close on the water or are they close to the water um, no, they live here in Irmo, and they just okay. like go to like Salute Shoals, yeah. and, you know, okay. stuff like that. And he likes to do that. So, mm, that's nice. Wow. Yeah. grew up kayaking and canoeing and sailing yeah. and all that stuff. He was on the water as a young I child. I was a scout. Yeah. Now, I did grow up sailing. My yeah. my grandfather was into it, so he had like a JY fifteen or fifteen foot sailboat. Yeah. yeah. I had an AMC Sunfish. If yeah, you're familiar with that sailboat? I've heard of sunfish. Yeah, yeah, I had a sunfish. I always wanted a one of those like catamarans from like Jaws too. Yeah, catamarans are cool, man. Yeah. They're 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 uh, they're hard to handle. 
Mm. I've never I've never been on one of those little ones, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's but I always different. wanted one because they're just like flying through the water. Yeah, and always up on the. Mm. And this is things with like the two long pieces. Two long yeah. With the trampoline. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is wild. I'll tell you what I've always wanted to do since I first saw it in the Outer Banks. Actually, it was like kite surfing. And the, you know the people. Oh yeah. And like yeah. I've never done it, and now I'm like, am I too old to do that? Like, will no, it just exhaust I me? I know. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I imagine there's a lot of upper arm strength. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, it's like, it's like, how much do I have to work out to like be able to do this? It looks awesome. Like, have you ever been sailboarding? Mm-mm. No. Man, it looks cool and it looks fun. It will wear your arms out in oh, about ten seconds. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Windsurfing. That's what it's called. Yeah. I knew what you're talking about. Yeah. What I call it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Windsurfing. Yeah. Windsurfing. No, kite surfing though looks fun. Like, yeah, it does. They'll, you know, take my kids down to even like they're doing it in Mount Pleasant. You see some guy like take off on a wave and just like fly. Do the, do the, it looks effortless, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, just do the parasailing, man. You get all the <laughs> benefit <laughs> without the work. That's, 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 the American, that's the American version of that. Yeah. Yeah. Do like the zip line. Just hook that. me up to the boat, honey, and, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and drag me. That's great. You can like play on your phone, like. Yeah. <laughs> While you're flying, take a picture of me, huh? I'll never, never mind. I'll take a picture of myself. Like, <laughs> I'll take a picture of you guys. Oh, God. That's funny. Yeah, I feel like we've been talking for like a really long time. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah, well, you're an easy conversation. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're great. Yeah, thanks for having us over. Yeah, man, woman, same man. <laughs> See, now it's starting to get funny, and it's like, it shouldn't end yet. It should just keep being funny. You know? What do you do with these? Are you going to edit this, or do you just I've, do you just go straight up with it, or what? I've been trying to really not edit mm-hmm. and just do it straight. There have been a couple where, like, you know, so, someone will say something, and they'll be like, oh, like, I don't, yeah. can you take that out? You know, it's <laughs> like, oh, especially when in music stuff, and you're talking about bands, mm-hmm. it's like, oh. Oh, Wait, yeah. I didn't mean to say that about the guy that I'm going to see tomorrow. That's probably going to oh, watch this. Gosh, oh, yeah. that's hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and the um, when one guy was like, you know, he didn't want to talk about his job. So I love was... you, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> we all love Julian. Local bands that we love. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> we love all of you guys. Like roll out a list. <laughs> Harry and the Hoot Nannies. <laughs> Number Tran- two. The Transonics. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Speaking of Harry and the Hoot Nannies, but Ben. Oh that? my God, that guy! Such a great, oh, yeah. such a great. Cut. I'm taking cool a kid. lesson for Ben. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I want to take a lesson from you too. Oh yeah, anytime. Yeah. I don't know what I would show you, but <laughs> <laughs> something. I something. Can, you can learn from everybody, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ben, I think refers to it as like the mojo. I'm I'm regressing as a bass player. Like I was a I was a better bass player 20 years ago. You think you would get better as the years go on, and I'm actually I'm getting worse as the years go on. Yeah, I think my hands hurt more now. My hands hurt more. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have the dexterity that I used to have. Yeah, well, luckily that hasn't. It's my hands like it's like starts here and like goes up. Like I think maybe like carpal tunnel mm. stuff from like typing all day yeah. at work. Um, so it's not really this, even though I do like play like my right arm, like like <laughs> everyone's like that's carpal tunnel. Kind of T Rex stuff. Yeah. yeah, 
And so I've been trying to like work on that and like not do that as much. I've tried that technique with the bass jacked up high. I got to have it like waist level. And yeah. And my, I've got these freaking long arms, man. You do have long arms. Yeah. And those, you got like bigger hands. Big hands, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're tall. You are quite tall. I'm tall. My son is about to surpass me. He's only 17. Oh my gosh, years. yeah. Like this far. And he will be as tall as David, which is incredible. I guess it's sad that my son is like my height at 13. It's like, I, I, yeah. I'm not tall. Man, we didn't <laughs> feed our kids chicken though, so I don't yeah. know if that slowed the process down. Our uh, our kids have lived on a vegan diet most of their lives. Oh, yeah. this is going to be a very interesting topic. Because yeah. <laughs> not only have they lived that way, but you've yeah. also cooked that way. Like, that's, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was a professional vegan chef for a lot of years. Yeah, how did you get into that? Um, I kind of stumbled into it. Um, were you vegan first? Or oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've been vegan on and off. I mean, I have my slip ups, but I first started with it in 1999. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was a raw foodist then where everything I consumed was uncooked fruits and vegetables. Um, and I did that for a lot of years. Best shape I've ever been in. I mean, like. I levitated. Because it was 1999, so. Yeah, and it, and it wasn't it wasn't mainstream at all, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of had years where I went on and off, you know, with dairy and whatnot. I would say that I've been solid vegan, 100%, no dairy, no honey, anything like that for, I guess, about seven years now. Wow. Um, but like I said, my journey began 20 years ago. Um, I was working uh, at... I've always cooked and I've always prepared vegan foods and raw foods and I had a ton of cookbooks that I had used over the years and um, I started working at Good Life Cafe and mm -hmm. I was the juicer and then me and the owner just really bonded and she kind of took me under her wing and I apprenticed with her and then I just kind of figured it out on my own and became the head chef and yeah. was running the rest. I was the GM and the head chef. And did that for I guess about five years. Time. That's cool. Yeah. Now you uh, one time I was over at your house and you're telling me a story that you would like travel around and like teach vegan yeah, cooking. Yeah, I've done I've done a lot of teaching. Um, I've done um, classes for sure. Um, private classes. Private classes. <laughs> yeah, I've gone up to Greenville and I think spoke and and cooked. Did and, you take chili? No, I've done chili cook-offs. Yeah, I think you're telling me a story of chili cook-offs. I won the, the last time I entered in a cook-off, I won the Lexington County chili cook-off. A couple years ago. Yeah, it was two years ago. It was, yeah. uh, that's the last time I competed. It was a double blind tasting, so they didn't know they were having vegan chili. And they liked it, huh? And they, I won. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. That's... I got a big-ass trophy. That's and awesome. It's still in my kitchen. That's awesome. <laughs> it's on top of the fridge yeah. with the oils. Yeah. <laughs> but a... I truly feel this is going to sound corny, but I think the number one, in my in my eyes, the number one thing that would affect this world and would bring about more peace and more harmony between man would be if, if everyone switched to a vegan diet, because it, it just it just changes you, it changes your outlook, especially if you can if you can feel the compassion that goes with it. You know, it's not just about a health thing. But it's about realizing the harm that you're doing to the environment mm. and the harm that you're doing to these living creatures. 
And and if you think about it, when you're when you're not eating vegan, if you're eating a standard American diet, you're eating the dead flesh of something that used to be alive. You're eating death. How can you expect any life to come from that? You know, hmm. it's you're you can't get what life. energy do you take yeah, from it what, yeah. what energy are you getting and you're getting fear you know every every creature on earth knows when it's about to die you know so and what happens when you die all that adrenaline and cortisol it, it it's released so you're actually eating the fear and the death of that animal when you're eating meat man i've never thought about it like that yeah not, most people don't right? yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so it it's just it's one of the things david when we talked um probably in our first couple of weeks of meeting, um, we were talking about it because we were both you know, vegetarian at the time, mm-hmm. and he said that, and it just it seemed so, it was very powerful, and I was just like, yeah, You're this like, guy's passionate. He's like, put, <laughs> put the chicken nugget down. Dude, I'm, well, not, yeah. I'm not, don't even start about chicken, but I'm not, the, I'm not the one that tries to guilt people into, no. you know, everybody has to find what works for them. Absolutely. I'm just, yeah, yeah. If, I, if I get a chance to promote veganism, I do, you know? Yeah. But I'm not, I don't get militant about it, and I don't get into arguments about it, you know, because there's plenty of people that are that are willing to argue about it. Yes. Now, do you find that to be the case more now, in the past four years? Less so. Less so. I think there's more awareness yeah. now, and you can see it in the grocery stores. It used to be that you really had to scour for yep. vegan products, and now I can go to Walmart. And yeah. And find vegan. Oh, like, yeah, I noticed that Kroger here in Irmo has done that too. Kroger's great. Yeah, Kroger, Kroger's have always like been, been yeah. vegan friendly. Oh, they've um, had a really good natural food section. Yeah, I was kind of like blown yeah. away. Yeah. So. And and the one thing I like to say about veganism too is that people think it's like, oh, so what do you eat salad all the time? That's I what can, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I can take I can take anything that you like that's that's not vegan, any dish. That you like that's not vegan and i can make a vegan version of it that's just as delicious so like sausage oh man tofurky has a, has an italian sausage yeah you don't even have to work that hard it'll blow it's your ready mind. for you yeah that's that's yeah. that's easy what else you got oh yeah. my goodness hold on i thought <laughs> yeah. bacon bacon okay so that's the say, one let's say bacon and eggs bacon right? and eggs okay. no they have eggs well i know but they i'm saying i want to promote the just eggs with it. So bacon is the one thing that there's not an exact substitute. There are bacon products, mm-hmm. um, but none of them quite have that same crisp and that same flavor as bacon. So that you, you got me on that one. That one's that yeah. one's tough. But it but if if you could give up bacon, yeah yeah, you know. I mean to, I don't eat that to much save bacon. the world <laughs> yeah. to save the world and add twenty years on your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, well, our, our son said that he was missing eggs, you know, like five years into. He's like, you know what? I always really did like eggs, though, you guys. Like, I never liked meat, but I, I really liked eggs. So David kind of started, like, looking around, and he had been hearing people talk about this one product called Just Egg. It's phenomenal. Oh, we love it. He'll, he'll um, you know, like he can only do a scramble. Yeah, Just it's Eggs. So it's called Just Egg. Yeah. And, and you, like, I'll saute some jalapeno and some onion. Fresh, I, I can, like... Stuff taste that it's yeah. so good and then you scramble it and you get all the egg flavor yeah I, and i put hot sauce on it of course and you could do you could <laughs> yes. do huevos rancheros with oh it. my gosh yeah. that's such a potatoes. good there's vegan chorizo that's yeah. that's that's very good it's a soy based product it's a it's interesting a, it, so there's you can take anything dude and make it vegan 
and that you you don't and you can let go of the guilt you don't if miss you, if you you don't miss out on any flavor profiles whatsoever yeah. well i think just being healthier it sounds like a you know a good idea yeah like i said i've been trying to do it and i have cut out a lot of meat but i am not meat free right but i did try you told me about those uh burger king Burgers. Oh, the Impossible Burger. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, that actually good really one. good. Dude, yeah. Hardee's has the Beyond Burger. <laughs> it kicks the Impossible Burger's ass. Really? It's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. It's how we treat it's ourselves, so like on the weekends, you know. It's, it's junk food, but. It's total junk food, but it's delicious. It's good. Yeah, yeah. But it's a higher end kind of junk, junk food. food. Yeah. That's the kind of junk food I like, high end junk food. Yeah, yeah super good. <laughs> <laughs> and Hardee's, they know what they're doing. They do. They're good. And their burgers are really good too. They have a really good fresh kind of flavor, you know, to everything that they that they give. So yeah, mm-hmm. fries are crispy. The drinks are good. The Coke is perfect. Where's the Hard? Where's the Hardee's at in Columbia? Uh, for Ch- you, there's one. Yeah, it's on, in Chapin. There's, no, there's one on St. Andrews. Is there? Yeah, it's on the other side when you cross over right past uh, Sportsman's Warehouse. There's a Hardee's right there. Like near Costco? Right before Costco. Dang, I have like driven by. You know what I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a Hardee's right there. I know there's we one have in one like within three blocks of our house, so yeah, it's pretty convenient. Yeah. <laughs> have you still been doing yoga with that guy? I haven't. I uh, I. It's a it's a it's a touchy subject with me right now. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm vegan, I've been eating a lot of processed vegan stuff, <laughs> and I've which. Yeah, you can eat just as unhealthy vegan as you can any other diet. And I've been gaining weight like crazy and I haven't been exercising at all. And I'm like this close to going up a pant size. Uh, is that quarantine? That that start that, with yeah, it to, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely started with quarantine. Yeah. So. yeah. That's a whole different animal. You know, I, I mean I can he get loves into to the, eat. I love to eat, but also there's like some cook. there's some like you know depression going on and all that kind of stuff but i don't know if this is the the time oh. and place for you, got, you guys because ever have we're all kind of feeling a touch of that yeah in the whole country you know the whole world i get it really bad like after gig depression do you ever, yeah. do you get that where it's like the next day you're like really? oh the next day yeah well, like it's to me it's like you, i used to watch these surfing documentaries and mm-hmm. like laird hamilton was talking about like the day after riding the wave it's like oh, like you know it's like yeah. such a high it's like you come down and it's like you know you're just depressed and yeah. so uh, yeah I, after i heard that i was like that's just like what happens to me at a gig and it's like it's like almost like the last note and i'm already like <laughs> <laughs> not me man after a gig i'm jacked the rest of the night I'm ready for. I'm ready to tear shit up. Like, like I, I, I get wild. We go home. Play yeah. some more. Yeah, yeah. We'll go home and no. we'll, j- we'll jam in the living room for another two, three hours. No, I'm. I'm more like go to Waffle House and like ponder on like how could I have done the whole night differently. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that kind of. It doesn't happen every time. It used to happen yeah. a lot when I was younger. You know, and it's like, but it's still it's something where it's just like you can. I can. I'm like, okay, it's already over. Like after concert depression is like another thing that you've ever heard of that like people talking yeah. about after yeah. concert yeah. like you go to see your like favorite band and afterwards you're like oh like it's similar thing like it's not deep down in the muck but it's it's enough to where you're just like yeah yeah what's going on man mm. you know like so. I don't know that I've ever experienced that 
I've had it the next day. Yeah. Yeah. I feel pretty peaceful. I feel like accomplished. But that maybe that's because I'm still like pretty new. We've seen some badass shows in the past few years too. Oh, you mean like show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah we've seen some great bands. We've seen some awesome like some of shows. our faves. Yeah. Fill me in. Who? Mm. Our overall favorite band, I would have to say, and not a lot of people know them, and they've been around forever. They're they're nothing new, but I don't know if you know the Afghan Wigs. Oh man, they are ferocious, and we got to meet the lead singer. And the bass player. And the bass player and hang out with them for a little while. That's cool. Really, we, but we really saw cool. them twice in one year. Yeah, we saw them twice. Yeah, we're, Spoon we're kind of is another band girls. that we're that we're really big into. If you, I don't know if you know Spoon. We saw Spoon twice that year as well. We, we saw, saw Spoon Beck three times. Twice that, oh, <laughs> we saw Beck a few times that year as well. Beck? Mm-hmm. Beck. That, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah we saw Beck twice. Great. Yeah, Julian went with us one time. Yeah, it was his first concert. Mm-hmm. Really? No, not That's true. what he said. I don't. I think he was joking. Well, I believe it's hard to tell with him sometimes, but I think he was joking. I don't know. Maybe he's been to a lot of like um, classical. Yeah, sure. You know, and that kind of and like you know, I don't know if you know about Julian, but he's sung in those vocal choirs for a long time. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. These big choral ensembles um, for years. I had no idea. Didn't play guitar at all. Isn't that wild to think of him like that? That's cool. cool. He's just one of those cats that just knows music. Like, you know, he can he can listen to the radio and he'll start telling you the chords that they're playing. You know, Mm -hmm. just and then he goes home and he plays it perfectly, a song he's never heard before. You know, and it makes me want to strangle him. (laughs) He's yeah, yeah, he's very good. You should get him on here. You should interview. I I thought about that. but I get a little worried that I would be lost. Mm. You know what I mean? He's going to be speaking way. Yeah, yeah, like where it's, I just feel like, I think I understand what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, if you say it like in this way, then I know what you're talking about. Mm. But yeah, so I can, that would be my only concern as I would just be like, so what? I don't know, man. I have, so Julie and I's relationship consists of conversations between like 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. Because that's usually when he gets home. And I'll wait, we we live with him. And and that's when he gets home. And I usually like wake up and I come out and I'm like scratching my ass and I'm in my underwear. And he's in there like cooking dinner. And we have these like really cool conversations but he'll start talking about music and he'll go he'll go way over my head but for some somehow um i'm able to reel him back in and find common ground and okay. but the but the best thing to do is go dude i have no idea what you're talking about man you know <laughs> i will see i've done that I, sure. i've said that i'm like julian you're like way over my head right now and and he'll start explaining in another way and i'm like yeah, I still don't get it. You I should totally get. have him come on. Yeah. He's an interesting guy. Though. Yeah, he is yeah. very interesting. He's also quite funny. He's hysterical. He's very yeah. funny. He's hysterical. Yeah, he is. Yeah. You I just like gotta, his laugh. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to know how to interpret his humor. But yeah. No, we were um, at this last gig. I think we were a lot. Someone described the beer as hoppy. And I said that we should... Uh, start a, a beer it can be like rabbit beer because it's hoppy <laughs> and he just like busted out laughing you love that, huh? <laughs> yeah and nice. i was like ah. nice. like I mean, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah there you go 
Right. <laughs> that's a connection right there. Yeah, yeah. I love that. So, yeah, I mean, if, if you, I'm not opposed to it, I just have thought about it, and I'm like, oh, I just don't know that I would know what he was talking about. Because, you know, because yeah. he definitely is one of those guys that it's like, you can see him talking about a chord structure, and he's like, well, you do this here, this here, and get to the top of the chord, and you're like, well, I, I, had, I was here, and then, like, you started, like, you know what I mean? Like and then it would be an alternate. Or you then, could do this. And yeah. then, then he'll amuse himself with it. And yeah. he'll be like, <laughs> or, or you could play the G7. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like laughing. Yeah. Then, it's like, I don't get it. Don't, <laughs> yeah, it's like, can't you just play like the chord? <laughs> <laughs> no, how did, how, did you, how did you say? What, did, what was his suggestion? To say, well, what, do, what do you need me to play? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I love that. Yeah, because then you put it on the ball in their court. Yeah. And they're like, because he'll, he'll, he'll be like, well, you, he'll still keep on with, well, you could do this, and yeah, you could do that. And I'm like, well, you know what? We're just going to do what I was going to do. Because, like, I know what I'm doing. Right. You know? <laughs> and he'd be like, well, whatever. You know, like, it's like, you got to give me a better choice then. Like, because I can't, I'm not inside your head. Yeah. So. I love it when he smiles and shakes his head. Yeah. Like he's disappointed, but he's still smiling. <laughs> Have you heard Julian play bass? This whole interview has become about Julian now, but yeah. have you ever heard him play bass? I think I've heard him play mine. He is a fantastic bass player. He's really good. Have you ever heard it? Has he played? I've never heard him play with a group. So. Oh, he plays yeah. my bass all the time. Yeah. 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 Especially the new one, since you've gotten that, that artist. Yeah, he plays, plays it all the time. Yeah, I'd have to hear it in a in a group setting. Sure. That's how I judge bass players. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, I'd I'd have to hear it because I I'm always skeptical of guitar players like playing bass mm -hmm. because they play bass like a guitar and you're like that's not even like how you play that. Like. Gotcha. Yeah, he plays like a bass player. Cool. He's a good mimic, and he actually cites you as one of his influences. Oh. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. <laughs> he, he tries to mimic like a lot of what you do. That's funny. Yeah. I think he, I mean, he has asked about some of the, that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I, that's yeah, what I was showing I think him. Yeah, he's kind of fascinated. Yeah. Yeah, I would like your help with ghost notes, man. I really struggle with that. Sure. What you want to know? <laughs> How to do it. <laughs> well, do you, do you read at all? Like read music? Like you Tab. Tab. I can tab. Tab. So you have a red tab, and it's like above it is like an X. Yeah. That's the ghost note, and it's like played. From my understanding, it's like more of a rhythm. It's like half rhythm, half playing the note. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, that's how I understand that. So that's how I play it. So it would be like just a rhythmic marking kind of hitting the note but kind of not hitting the note but mm. somewhere in the middle ground do you know what I mean yeah I struggle with the coordination of it though uh, you can do it you can do it it's not hard bass isn't hard you know what is that joke you know uh, where did the bass player go after his first lesson to his first gig or whatever you know what I mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> There's like some variation of it's that joke exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I thought I thought you were gonna do the what does the stripper do with her asshole before she goes to work? Oh, I'm not. No, was not. that one? No, no. no. What is it? Uh, she drops them off at band practice. <laughs>
<laughs> I was so scared, though. Honestly. You're like, don't do this. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> don't do this on camera. Please. Please don't. And you know and, he's a guitar player. You know he's a guitar joke. player. That's funny. <laughs> also, have Or he's a singer. This? Or a singer. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Those singers, they're like, here is my mic. I'm ready for the show. And you're like, carrying all this stuff. You're like, man, get out of my face. Oh, yeah. I had a singer like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not, and he's not talking about me. No. <laughs> No, I, don't, I carry you a lot of stuff. You put in all sorts of work. Oh yeah, no, I got a. She's she's our groupie too. Who me? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> total groupie. Yeah. You go sit out and sing like in front of the stage, you know, just like I love you guys, and yeah. I'm also singing, so I also <laughs> love me. But she she also <laughs> performs after the, all the after show groupie duties. <laughs> <Stressed. laughs> yeah. <well. laughs> You have to edit some of this, I'm sure. Never, <laughs> never. It's we'll do it live. We're married. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and that's great that you guys like. I mean, you guys like are in a band and you're married. Like you make all that work. And we work, and together. We work together. And you work together. How yeah. weird is that? And like, we're still in love. People, yeah. people don't believe it. They're like, oh, I would strangle the bitch. But <laughs> no, we really. No, we love it. each other. We that's, genuinely love each other. We've had mornings where we've woken up, we're making our bed together. And we're looking across at each other in the morning, first thing in the morning, and I'm just like, David goes, I'm so grateful we get to go to work together. Like, I feel sorry for the people that don't get to work with us. Yeah, I'd be lost without you. I know, but it's just, it's funny because you know that, you know, some people just, you know, they wouldn't be able to do that. But like, it, for, to us, it's, it's very meaningful. Like, we're grateful that we get that opportunity. Yeah, that's amazing. Cause like I had a mm-hmm. I was dating a girl that wasn't even in this town, and it was like, it's like I don't see that much, and she didn't want to see. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> you're like, ah, oh, like you know. People are hard. We don't we don't I, run out of stuff to talk about either. No, we, we don't. Ever always stop we can always talk. Yeah, yeah. We have audiences cool. too, which are great as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. But people are just hard, man. You know? They are. Like, we're all so weird. They're, I'm. I know I'm weird. So. We know we're weird. Yeah. But we know our weirdness. You know, like we know each other's weirdness. And it's okay. Like we're accepting. Um, accepting. So. Man, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, when people when people ask you, like, what's the secret to um, a healthy relationship or a long term relationship? They don't ask me that. And, well, <laughs> <laughs> I've been asked that. And, and I'll give you the answer. Everyone thinks, oh, it has to be based on love or or caring, or deep mutual respect, or commitment, open communication, and those things are all important, but the number one, the number one answer I can give you is 100% acceptance. You have to accept the person for who they are, everything about them, all their flaws. Mm. You have to ask yourself, if this person never changes, if this is the way they're always going to be, they're going to fart in bed, they're going to leave the toilet seat up, they're going to, mm. they're going to leave the, the toothpaste cap off. Can laugh you, obnoxiously. Laugh obnoxiously. <laughs> slurp, slurp when they drink. Mm-hmm. Like all that, all that kind of stuff. Can you still accept them for who they are? And then, and let them be who they are. Yeah. And that is the secret to a long-term relationship. Because what happens is people get involved with each other and they're like, well, I wish I really wish you wouldn't do this, and I really wish you wouldn't do that. It's very true. It's like this is who I was before you met me. 
You yeah. know, this is who I am. It's not, and, it's and not a, that you can't grow and you can't change and you can't become the better version of yourself, and, but and you can't, there are limitations. And you've got to find certain compromise when it comes to, yeah. like, the logistics of a about. relationship, yeah. you know, like bill paying and, and um, you know, maybe some of the physicality, like somebody might be into this, somebody might be into this, you know, and you got to find... Yeah, you, know, you, you just you, you definitely got to find that common ground. But if you want anything to work, there has to be one hundred percent acceptance of the individual, or it will not last. It just won't. Yep. And, and I feel like I understand that, mm-hmm. but it just hasn't. You know what I mean? It's Good, like man. I feel like I do a lot of accepting. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I don't know what to say. It's it it it, it hasn't been something that I've been able to. You know what I mean? Do, I guess. Mm-hmm. So. You'll, you'll find the right We're one. We're all so distorted, you know, growing up in whatever circumstances that mm-hmm. we have, you know, and coming into a relationship with someone who's gone through their own set of experiences. Like, it's it's weird. It's almost, like, doomed, you know? I mean... I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah I but get it. it happens. It, it works. And, you know, if you can find something that you love about somebody and, um, you know... Yeah. Just kind of growing acceptance for them and who they are and their flaws. It's good. It's really good. It's worth it. You know, that's all, you know. Do you know where that comes from, knocking on wood? Where? So the ancient Greeks, um, for some reason, uh, lightning would strike oak more than any other tree. Interesting. And they thought it was Zeus throwing thunderbolts or lightning bolts. And they felt that those trees were blessed. So anytime there was like some kind of weird omen or they needed good luck. That was Zeus and Thunder? They they would knock on that. They would knock on it. And it's just something that has lasted all of these years. That's, I love that stuff. Yeah, that's and, really and where cool. where did we learn that? Lore. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He always, you can, you can always tell when he's getting ready to drop something like that too. Yeah. Like very manky. Yeah. <laughs> He's good. Yeah, he's great. He's yeah. And interesting, interestingly enough, the podcast is called The Oak Table because this is an oak, I don't think. But well, this podcast is, is called yeah. The Oak Table. I did not know Yeah, that. The Oak Table Convo. I didn't do my homework. I just came in cold man, winging it. That's, hey, that's the best. That's <laughs> the best. You know, that's what it should be. That's what everything so, should so be. So we just tied the whole thing together. We just tied the whole thing together. Yeah. So we're ending on love and oak table. That's great. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thanks. For thanks hanging for out. having us. I hope yeah. some of this is usable. <laughs> it's all going to be usable. Yeah. Okay. So I just hope you know people enjoy listening to it. And fine. If not, I got to have a great time. Dude, it's super good to see you. Yeah. yeah. We always love when we get to see you. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah well, November. Moses. Yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> we're Absolutely. Absolutely. We're playing next Friday. Um, we're playing next Friday at ten thirty. Plug and plug. No, we're playing at seven. The, the date is ten thirty. That's awesome. I'll see if I can come out. I do have my childrenos. Running. Oh yeah. Is it every other Alan or how's that work? Yeah, every other. Every other. Every other.